is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. But the return of sports is finally here. Over the weekend, the WNBA season kicked off, and just like the NBA, all 12 teams are playing in one location. They're living in what they're calling the Wubble down in Bradenton, Florida. A one rookie, though, arriving a, a bit late, Lauren Cox, former Baylor star drafted by the Indiana Fever. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, by Marineland Boating Center, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. She tested positive for coronavirus and is waiting for the all clear to start her pro career. And Lauren is joining us this morning. Good to see you, Lauren. How are you? First, first of all, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm just getting ready to get back on the court, and I'm really excited to join my team. When are you expecting to, to get to play? When are you expecting it to hit the court? Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. It was a little hard to stay motivated, um, just sitting at home, you know, not knowing what the next step was. So it was definitely hard to get myself out there, keep staying motivated and stuff. But I had my sisters at home. Um, we kind of kept each other in check, made sure everyone was working out. And I worked with the trainer while I was at home. So just doing whatever I can to try to stay in shape. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us, John Morris. Garrett Ross in studio. Lauren Cox in the open. She was on uh, the Today Show yesterday on NBC. She has uh, contracted uh, the coronavirus and is recovering from that. But at the same time, trying to go through training camp and get things going with the WNBA, first-round draft pick of the Indiana Fever, and just hopeful to get back on the court very, very soon. And add to all of that, uh, you know Lauren's story of uh, type 1 diabetes since she was very young, so you would think that might put her in the high-risk category. Uh, so being extra careful with everything that goes on with the coronavirus. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday. Uh, quick trip uh, Garrett down to Rockport right. and back last night. Nice to be back in here. So uh, nothing like uh, going into a hurricane for <laughs> for a quick vacation. Yeah, that would definitely be fun. How, were y'all? Did y'all know the hurricane was coming in before well, you planned this? Well, we had the trip planned for really a month or more. Right. And so you don't know that far out what the weather <laughs> is going to be like. And Rockport is, uh, is great because, I think I told you before we left, uh, my brother-in-law, Ronnie, and his wife, Donna, they've got a place down there. Right. Sister-in-law, Brenda, she has a place down there. So they, they don't live there full time but they go to rockport all the time so that's their getaway place and for years they really were asking us you know you got to come to rockport rockport and we we have the last couple of years yeah and love it so we love going down there because they know the you know the lay of the land ronnie's a great fisherman i mean he could be a full-time professional fishing guide if he wanted right. to um and he's got a boat and took us out so that was great but went down there and made the plans again a month month and a half ago go and then as it gets closer you look at the weather Ooh, looks like it might rain all weekend yeah 
Ooh, looks like it might be a hurricane this weekend. <laughs> and sure enough, it was on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even realize the hurricane was coming in. I seen something on Twitter. It was like, uh, I seen the name Hannah, and I was like, what yeah. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. So I looked, and I was like, oh, man, we got a hurricane yeah, coming. Yeah, exactly. And then I thought about y'all going down there. Yeah, I'm glad you made it out safely, though. Yeah, and I tell you, it was an experience. Uh, it was not, so Hannah made land um, Saturday afternoon, and it was not a direct hit on Rockport uh, like Harvey was. Yeah. Now, Harvey, there are still remnants, a bunch of remnants of Harvey there in Rockport. Mm-hmm. You know, that 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 one was just a life changer for so many people there. Uh, but this one was south of Corpus Christi, so it was probably... 90 miles away when, you know, the eye yeah. of it when it made landfall. But even at that, you know, those bands are so strong. And we got uh, rain on, on Friday. Actually, we went fishing on Friday morning, mm-hmm. okay? Because Ronnie said, we got to go now because yeah. we're not sure what the rest of the weekend's going to be like. So we got up early and went out on Friday morning, and it was great. How does that affect the fishing, like as far as a hurricane That's a good in? question. I, I asked Ronnie the same question because he's the, he's the pro in that category. Yeah. He said several ways. One way is just the pressure. You know, the pressure is getting, what, lower, I guess, lower pressure or higher pressure, whichever. I'm the not change sure, yeah. in pressure uh, kind of gets the fish moving. And the other thing is the, the wind direction. Like we were out on Friday morning and the wind was coming out of the north, but the tide was coming in, you know, mm-hmm. which would have been the south. So it was kind of a, a battle there between right. those two. And he said that got him stirred up also. So he said usually... You know, if you can time it right, fishing either before a storm or right after a storm is a really good time to go. So did y'all catch anything? We did all right. Uh, we, we caught three that morning, and, and to Ronnie, that's a, like, that's a wasted day. <laughs> so he's serious <laughs> that's about nothing. it. That's nothing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the greatest thing about it is he wants, it to, he wants us to have fun doing it. So yeah. it was uh, me and Art Wellborn, you know, my son-in-law, Art, and uh, Chase Jacob, who is Ronnie's son-in-law, and then Ronnie were out there on his boat uh, that morning. And, uh, I mean, he knows all the spots. He knows, you know, we had shrimp, live shrimp to use as bait. And he, he just, he's got it. He's down. He's a pro. He yeah. really is a pro at doing that. And uh, we did all right. We got uh, one, almost had the grand slam between us. Had one flounder, had one um, uh, black, uh, oh, man, I'm drawing a, um, I'm drawing a blank on what it was. One trout, one flounder, and one black, what would that be? There's a black something and a red something. Snapper? No. No. Drum. Drum. That's it. Okay. Yeah, black drum. That's it. And uh, and again, Ronnie and Chase, they go all the time, so they want to make sure Art and I caught something. Yeah. So I would say that I caught the black drum, but it was really Chase who <laughs> <laughs> who hooked him, and he said, "Come over here, come over here," and let me reel him in. But uh, but it was fun. I mean, it was fun to be out there. Did it put up a fight for you? Like a pretty he did. Good one? Yeah, he was pretty good size. I'll show you the picture okay. here in a minute. He was pretty good size, in my opinion. I mean, I don't have a lot of experience right. doing that, but I thought he was good size and took a while to reel him in. So, so that was fun. I'm glad y'all had fun. It was fun. It was really good to be with family and be down there with them. And um, uh, so we fished Friday morning, Friday afternoon. We were around. Rain was threatening, and then it came in on Saturday. And even though you know, the hurricane was that far away, probably mm-hmm. 90 miles away. Uh, the winds were 60, 50, 60, uh, maybe pushing 70 miles an hour. Mm. And the rain and the water came up 
um, this place in Rockport where we stayed is called Key Allegro. Uh-huh. And it's just a series of um, you know houses and canals yeah. right there. It's right off the bay. Uh, George Strait has a house there. I don't know if you've ever seen that or heard of I that. I haven't, but that's yeah. cool. He's got a place right there. So Friday night, we actually went on a little canal cruise. and Or that was Thursday night. Uh, little canal cruise just up and down yeah. and looking at all the, gosh, there's some nice houses oh, there. I imagine there oh, is. Really nice. Some guy that is CEO for Clorox, you know, has a <laughs> big house. Yeah. And George Strait. George Strait. So as you look, you know, you're, you're floating by and looking in the windows. Like, we is see he home? Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say, uh, no, it doesn't look like he's here. They can tell because if the boats are in the water, uh, he's there or somebody's there. The uh, boats were up. They were not in the water. So They see him sometimes? They sometimes, see yeah. Yeah, every once in a while. It, it's kind of like a buzz around town right. that, that people know when, when George is in town. <laughs> just <laughs> wave at him and just let him be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so really fun trip. And then just the rain and the, and the water, the, you know, those canals just filled up and the street in front of the house that we rented was completely full on Saturday. We could not have gone anywhere. Right. Like we couldn't have pulled our car out of the driveway. Um, it didn't threaten the house at all. I mean, it was up high enough, but man, that's a lot of water and just the wind and all the palm trees, you know, a lot of, a lot of branches and stuff were blown down. But to the, and that was a category one, mm-hmm. you know, and again, everything there is measured by Harvey, which was a category five, three years ago. I think I'd be more terrified of like being near a hurricane than a tornado just because of the, the water aspect. I'm yeah. so, I, I don't know. I just don't want to drown. I know. <laughs> that's what, when you add water, I mean, that's more terrifying to me. Yeah. And there was, man, I mean, you're surrounded by water, yeah. you know, you're, you're literally surrounded by water out there. And when it starts coming up, it's going to yeah. get to you. So, uh, so that was interesting. So Saturday was the worst day, the hardest day weather wise by Sunday morning, the water out of the streets had pretty much gone down. Um, and Saturday, I mean, Sunday turned out to be pretty good. Uh, Sun came out Sunday afternoon. Uh, I wasn't feeling great. I got some kind of stomach bug on top of everything else while I was there. Uh, but Art and Ronnie went back out on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, uh, wade fishing a little bit. So Art got a couple of, couple of trips in, and uh, it, it was fun. It was really fun, even despite being sick part of the trip yeah. and despite uh, being there during a hurricane. Well, it was a well-deserved trip. I'm glad you got to go. It was fun. It was really good. Uh, Rockport's a great little city. Um, they, uh, uh, again, are, are still still uh, reeling in some aspects from Harvey. Yeah. You know, there's, there's houses there that are most of them – have either been taken down all the way, um, but you just see lots, you know, that are open now that mm-hmm. were, uh, you know, homes before that were lost in Harvey. That's just such a difficult situation, but it, you know, and that just comes with the territory of yeah. living there. But man, I, to to put everything you own, you know, on the line like that, and it, you just hate to see that happen. And hopefully, it doesn't again. But I mean, that's just what it is down there i know that's it and you know here was another one this weekend Mm -hmm. and i I think it's just a way of life i think it's just something we saw those people uh you know who live there uh i I don't think they were you know a lot of those houses people rent out yeah you know to people like us to go for a weekend or something but a lot of people live there full time we saw people on uh on friday kind of battening down the hatches Mm -hmm. you know putting not wood over their windows but almost like um uh 
blinds, like yeah. steel blinds that they have in place. They're putting those in place. So they know how to handle it. So that's what I was wondering is if like the locals have a different approach than, you know, the tourist people as far as when a storm's coming in, yeah. how they handle it. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I, we took our cue from, you know, again, from Ronnie and Donna and from Brenda and Wim and, and uh, uh, Will and Abby because they're there a lot and they know the area and they know the storms because mm-hmm. uh, we were thinking, do we need to get out of here, you know, before right. the storm hits? And they said, you know, very nonchalant. No, nah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> so we said, okay. Was that your first experience with a, like a hurricane situ- a situation? Probably to be that close to it. Yeah, yeah probably so. I've seen, I've I've been closer to some tornadoes and just seen the damage of that. I don't want any part of that. No, not at all. Hurricane does the same thing, if not more. So it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting to see. That was, it's, it's a neat area just to go to the coast and get away was the best thing. See, I've never even been to the Texas coast, but I've looked about uh, going down there a couple of times and Rockport was one of the areas I've always heard. It's, you know, one of the the hot spots to go. So yeah, I'm gonna make it down there one day to some area. It's a good spot. I got a good fishing guide for you if (laughs) you go to Rockport. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're uh, glad to be back. Let's take a break off and running on this Tuesday morning. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris show brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 45. 41 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today. It's going to be a humid day with a 40% chance of scattered showers. Even an isolated thunderstorm possible with highs topping out around 91 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. We fall to 76. And tomorrow, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of a passing shower. Look for a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Rangers fans, don't just watch the games from home. Bring a piece of the game to your home. From game-used baseballs to bases and autographed photos and jerseys, your next prized possession is just a few clicks away. To see what's on sale, visit the online store at texasrangers.com slash authentics. New items are always being added, and you never know what will be there. Your piece of the game is waiting for you, so start shopping. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. 
UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Recently on the John Morris Show. Matt LaPay, our guest, longtime voice of the Wisconsin Badgers. And uh, let me take a sharp left turn on you here. Uh, Dave Aranda is our new head football coach here at Baylor, who you know from his time there at Wisconsin. He was uh, D.C. at Wisconsin prior to his time at LSU. What uh, what were your dealings with uh, Dave like during his time there? Well, I would tell you, you guys will love him. Um, uh, unless he goes through a complete personality change from being <laughs> a coordinator to a head coach. Yeah, right. Different chair, as we all know. Right. But he, he was terrific um, in his time at Wisconsin, and obviously it worked out pretty well for him at LSU as well. Uh, the defenses at Wisconsin were very good under his direction, and I think fans will enjoy hearing from you, John, and that as smart as he is and as he's brilliant as a, as a defensive mind, the John Morris Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet along with the right supplements help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas's own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Tuesday morning, brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Give Amanda a call at 254-495-0338, or just uh, Google search Amanda Cunningham or Caldwell Banker. That'll get you to her Facebook page, contact information, testimonials, and plenty, plenty more is available there. Uh, Amanda, in the top 1% of the Caldwell Banker world, she is very good at her job. She knows this area, this market market very well and she is a global luxury specialist so uh, she can help you uh, whether you're buying or selling locally or anywhere around the world amanda cunningham caldwell banker apex realtor also brought to you in part by pioneer steel and pipe locations in waco and Bryan. they're open right now open monday through friday 7 30 to 5 saturday 8 to noon and anytime 24 7 on the web at pioneerboys.com 
The location in Waco is 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. Now, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been around for a while. Great history, great stability in in that it's the same family-operated business covering four generations, and it goes back to 1943. Same ownership going back all that time. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. What do they have there? Well, basically, they are your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Any questions along these lines or projects you're working on, check it out, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and on the web at pioneerboys.com. Back with us, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio on a Tuesday morning. And uh, Garrett talking about a lot of rain in Rockport. Uh, not much rain here, if any, over the weekend? Not much. I mean, it sprinkled a couple of times, yeah. but it, it, it never built up and actually stormed. I got you. I was hoping for it, but you know, I know. You know how that goes. I know. Well, I had the sprinklers on while we were gone, so banking on not much rain. Uh, but man, to see all that water there. But then that hurricane, when it hit land, it was already south of Corpus Christi, mm-hmm. so pretty far south already. And then it turned south right into mexico right. so you could tell we weren't going to get any any rain from that up here see and that's what i thought i thought everybody was hope banking on the storm i don't know if they were playing thinking on it taking a different course yeah but you know thinking maybe we would get some rain off of it but it was just mostly humid yeah the humidity really? is so horrible <laughs> just a lot of humidity which i mean i imagine down there it was really bad yeah kind of a way of life there yeah. i think <laughs> <laughs> i think and not much uh not much different there probably any day of the year with the humidity yeah, i bet right there on the coast but fun trip to rockport uh, over the weekend fun to watch baseball uh we were there uh thursday friday saturday sunday came back monday mm-hmm. baseball was on thursday well starting thursday right. it was on all weekend did you did you get into it did you watch I, much i did i picked up saturday i picked up the rangers game in the sixth inning and i watched the remainder of it and then i watched pretty much every game on tv until last night you know i watched the two last night yeah so yeah i've been tuned into it yeah that's good it's fun isn't it It just to have baseball back you know it really is and i I was kind of uncertain because i i struggled getting into it in the past but it i guess just the the need and the want for sports (laughs) and it, it really kept my attention uh and i really did i really enjoyed it yeah me too. I mean, it was fun to, I say watch, but watch and listen. And uh, I, I just wanted to see the coverage, you know, mm-hmm. how ESPN was doing their games, how Fox Southwest was doing their right. games. Watch the Rangers. Maybe that was Friday night and um, uh, saw their post game, had everybody separated. Yeah. Like Emily Jones is their sideline reporter, mm-hmm. uh, but she did uh, post game interview, you know, separated from the player that she interviewed. So, Little things like that uh, are are probably the norm for this year, at least. It really is, and th- th- I didn't really pay attention to much of that aspect. The the one thing I did notice though was uh, like during the pregame and postgame of the Rangers, Rick Renner and uh, the other guy I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they were apart on the different mm-hmm. side of the table. You know, right, they kept right. them separated instead of being close. And but one thing. I did notice was the players like when you go into the dugout, there is no separation at all really? from that. Everybody's just like normal. So yeah. maybe that's you know an area that might be addressed after what happened with the the Marlins. But yeah. you never know. Oh my gosh, that Marlins deal! It, it would be it would be a team from Miami, you <laughs> yeah, know, that gets exactly. all this going. Exactly. But you really hate to see it, but I think it was kind of expected from somebody. Maybe not on this magnitude where right. you have that many, right. but you know, I think everybody kind of expected something like this to unfold. I know. 
and I'm sure everybody listening knows what happened, but the Marlins were playing in Philadelphia series there. First they had, I think, four guys right. that they held out, and then uh, at the end of their series, all of a sudden they announced they had 11 players that had tested positive and two coaches, so 13 total on one team, and they were supposed to come home and play Baltimore. That game was canceled. Mm -hmm. They had to stay in Philadelphia, and the Phillies were supposed to host the Yankees, and the Yankees are saying, we're not going into that locker room. You know, the Marlins just left, and so that game was canceled. And so, you know, that's – you know the the uh, it seems like the margin of error is is so small. I mean, baseball is still that didn't right. push him over the tipping point right there, but it makes you think. Oh man, that's one team. That's the opening weekend, and you had something like yeah. that happen. You know how much more of that can baseball sustain? See, that's the thing is I, I don't think you can have that happen like maybe one or two more times. But to me, is like. Okay, how are you going to fill that roster? If you have 14 players out, how yeah. are you going to be able to, you know, fill the void with that with already you don't have the minor league players to choose from? Right. And then at some point, if you have to forfeit a, a certain amount of games with the season already shortened, is it worth it to continue to play? Like if you're already out of the hunt? That's it. That's it. And and you know, I think the term was canceled. Those games were canceled, mm-hmm. not postponed because there's really very few opportunities to make up games because they're packing 60 yeah. games into 66 days already. And so you can't say, well, we both have an open date, you know, here right. in at the end of August. Uh, that would be uh, almost impossible, you know, to make up a game that's postponed. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see any makeups, and especially if you're trying to get the playoffs going. Because if you have a say, okay, say the Yankees, and they're in the playoffs already, why would they go back and play the Phillies? Yeah, true. There's no that's point true. in doing that. That's true. <laughs> that's exactly right. So. Man, so but that bears watching, and uh, you know, there's there they were talking about the commissioner can make a ruling, um, you know, of canceling the season if the competitive balance is in question. And people were saying, well, this is the Miami Marlins; they're right. not going to win anything anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's bad to look at it that way, but come on, is a team like the Marlins going to derail the season for everybody? See, that, that's a good point because. You know, if it was the Yankees, if it was the Dodgers, will we be, you know, in the same place right now? That's would Manfred right. have handled this differently? That's right. You got to think he probably would have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's exactly right. But uh, gosh, it was fun to see games and have them back. And looks like a lot of people are, uh, uh, a lot of stadiums are doing those cardboard cutouts right. that are in there. That's fun to see. It is. I and mean, I'm surprised by how many dogs, you know, yeah. saying, by people actually pay to have their dogs. <laughs> I know. In the it's their chance finally to bring their dog right. to the game. <laughs> So, uh, so baseball continues and uh, hopefully will continue. Um, NBA, WNBA, uh, working in the bubble. Man, that seems like it's working right now. So well done by the NBA and the WNBA. Yeah, you've had a couple of scenarios where you know people have gone outside the bubble and caused issues. But overall, I think they've done a great job with it. And especially being in Florida and it's a hot spot, uh, the level of cases that you've had turn up negative compared to positive is a really good sign for it. And I think we'll, I mean, I, I don't see anything stopping those seasons from, you know, 
not finishing out. That's exactly right. All right. Speaking of uh, the uh, the bubble is what they call the WNBA or the NBA. What they've got going there. Uh, the Wubble is what they call the <laughs> WNBA. Uh, let's take a break and let you hear from Lauren Cox. Uh, you may have heard this yesterday, but she was on the Today Show yesterday on NBC talking about her uh, by, uh, battle with uh, coronavirus and how she's handling that and just anxious to get back on the floor, you can imagine. So I'll let you hear from her when we come back. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South. Oh, man, I was thinking about uh, the Sorleys when we were out on the water there in Rockport. Oh, man, all the great fishing craft that they have and the pontoon boats and i don't know if that's uh uh seaworthy it would be in the bay for sure i don't know how far out you could go in those uh but they could tell you they could fix you up and certainly around here on the uh, rivers and lakes here in central texas boy they have got the watercraft that uh, can fix you up check it out on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com marinelandwacoyamaha.com give them a call at 254 Four six six two zero six seven six, or go by and and you can feel safe and secure in shopping in person at Marineland Boating Center I thirty five and Loop three forty uh, South. Check it out, Marineland Boating Center, making memories since nineteen eighty three. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit Marineland WacoYamaha.com. Are you stuck in a loan or a lease? Don't miss the loan or lease termination event at Greg May Hyundai. Get huge discounts and super low payments, like a new 2020 Hyundai Elantra for $189 a month. 0% APR up to 72 months is available. Plus, make no payments for 90 days. Remember, you're protected with Hyundai Assurance and America's best warranty. 10 years or 100,000 miles. See our friends at Greg May or at GregMayHyundai.com for complete details. With approved credit on select models. 36-month close and lease. How many trucks are running around Central Texas without any masculinity? Just look at the road and you'll see. With many, there's nothing there. Not one accessory. And that's what's really toxic. Sadly, truck nudity affects thousands of Central Texas trucks. But it doesn't have to be that way because it's a fully treatable condition. At Pickup Outfitter Labs, our R&D department has been working hard on this problem. And I'm excited to announce a stunning breakthrough. It's our own patented treatment called P.O. Now, anyone suffering from truck nudity can get PO'd. Need a bed cover? Get PO'd. Need a hitch? Get PO'd. Need a bumper, toolbox, or grill guard? You guessed it, get PO'd. At Pickup Outfitters, we're making real progress, but we need your help. Do you know someone who needs to get PO'd? Send them to Pickup Outfitters for treatment. Our recovery center is located at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. See our educational video on our website at createacommotion.com. That's createacommotion.com. 17 seconds to go. This big crowd of the Farrell Center stands as one. That's a way to throw a birthday party for Baylor University. You win your 18th game in a row. That's a new school record. The Bears remain undefeated in Big 12 play at 8-0. 
final score, Baylor 68, TCU 52. On the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Do you think Jerry knows like what's happened in our world? Do you think he's just sitting there on the yacht, like he's been hey, on the guys, yacht for three months? Y'all ready for training camp? Uh, Stephen, we uh, <laughs> uh, we are putting together our uh, statement. Uh, we still uh, we like we like what we have on paper so far, but I'm hoping to get a statement out here sometime uh, in early October. That classic Matt Mosley Show moment is brought to you by our friends at Central National Bank. Bank different, bank central. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. Baylor Athletics updated their COVID-19 testing on Monday. Since June 1st, the positive cases have been 42, but active cases are only one, and that case is symptomatic. They have zero asymptomatic cases and only have one new case since last week and are currently only monitoring two cases. Very good update from Baylor, who continues to update their COVID-19 numbers weekly. On the diamond, the Astros topped the Mariners 8-5. Alex Bregman hit a three-run home run, and Jose Altuve added a solo shot to lead the Strohs to victory. Tonight, the Astros welcome in the Dodgers for a two-game interleague series. First pitch is at 8-10. And the Rangers, they're back in action tonight after having a day off, and they welcome in the Diamondbacks for a two-game series. First pitch is at 8.05 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Brought to you by Marineland Boating Center, Loop 340 and I-35 South in Waco, and on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. With the third pick in the 2020 WNBA Draft, the Indiana Fever select Lauren Cox, Baylor University. Now here's the voice, John Morris. Fun moment, Lauren Cox, number three pick in the WNBA draft this year, going to the Indiana Fever, still waiting to get on the floor and uh, and battling the coronavirus uh, in the process. We reached out through Lauren's agent to try to get her on with us this morning, but uh, they tell us she's going through league protocol this morning at this time, so couldn't do it with us uh, today, maybe uh, another day this week. But she was on the Today Show yesterday, and uh, here is that audio. Uh, Craig Melvin uh, leading off uh, doing the interview with former Baylor All-American Lauren Cox. But the return of sports is finally here. Over the weekend, the WNBA season kicked off. And just like the NBA, all 12 teams are playing in one location. They're living in what they're calling the Wubble down in Bradenton, Florida. One rookie, though, arriving a a bit late, Lauren Cox, former Baylor star drafted by the Indiana Fever. She tested positive for coronavirus and is waiting for the all clear to start her pro career. And Lauren is joining us this morning. Good to see you, Lauren. How are you? First, first of all, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm just getting ready to get back on the court, and I'm really excited to join my team. When are you expecting to to get to play? When are you expecting to, to hit the court? 
I don't have a specific date yet. Um, I'm following all of the league's protocol with quarantine and testing and all that, but I'm just really excited to get back out there. You're no stranger to overcoming obstacles. You were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 7, which puts you in a possible higher-risk category for coronavirus complications. Having tested positive once already, are, are you worried about playing in, in the wobble? I'm a little worried about it, um, but at the same time, I want to play again. I haven't played a basketball game since late February, early March, so I'm just ready to get back out on the court again. I can understand that. This is your first season in the WNBA, drafted uh, just this past April, and it's safe to say this certainly isn't what you expected it to look like. How did you continue to train while in quarantine, and what was that experience like? It was a little hard to stay motivated, um, just sitting at home, you know, not knowing what the next step was. So it was definitely hard to get myself out there, keep staying motivated and stuff. But I had my sisters at home. Um, we kind of kept each other in check, made sure everyone was working out. And I worked with the trainer while I was at home. So just doing whatever I can to try to stay in shape. And when you do get the all clear, if you will, what do you think it will be like to play without crowds and in just one location? It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how it is. Um, we're definitely going to have to create our own energy out there. But honestly, I'm just glad that we're even having a season and getting to play again. Yeah. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, as you know, it's, it's really been on center court so far with Breonna Taylor's name on the back of Jersey's team's walking out uh, before, during the national anthem. What, what does the movement mean to you? What do you hope comes out of these gestures? Um, I hope people learn things from it. Um, as a league, we are united together. Um, we're, we're all coming together, doing the same thing, and just trying to be one. Um, I'm learning as I go, uh, learning from my fellow teammates, and just trying to take it all in. Your team had their first game over the weekend. They, they, they lost to the Mystics. Were you able to, to watch the game and feel a part of things, even from your, your hotel room? A little bit. Um, I was able to watch the game and, you know, cheer, cheer for them from my room. Um, but it's definitely going to be nice when I actually get to get out there and play with them and cheer for, cheer for them from the sideline. And Lauren, I was just reading about your story. This has been a wild year for you. Before the pandemic hit, you were about to graduate from Baylor University, where you were the reigning NCAA women's basketball champions, and then everything shut down. What has it been like to experience really some of the biggest moments of your life so far, college graduation, the WNBA draft, all virtually? Yeah, it's definitely going to be an unforgettable experience that I'm going to be able to tell some great stories about someday um, to my kids, to friends, whoever it is. It's like, hey, do you want to hear how I graduated from college? Do you want to hear how I was drafted into the WNBA? <laughs> so it's definitely going to be um, some good stories down the road. Definitely. Definitely indeed. Lauren Cox. Uh, Lauren, thank you. Thanks for joining us this morning. We're going to be rooting for you when you get out there. Lauren's team, the Indiana Fever, they're mm -hmm. going to play their second game of the season this Wednesday. Again, courtesy of NBC and the Today Show, Lauren Cox. Good to see her on the Today Show yesterday and uh, our prayers with her for a, a complete, successful recovery. And with her longtime battle, really lifelong battle with uh, type 1 diabetes, mm -hmm. you can understand being especially careful 
going through this uh, COVID. Yeah, I would definitely take all precautions seriously. Yeah. You know, it's I think it's ironic to have her and Kalani both test positive within yeah. like a week of each other. Yeah. And, you know, seeing her scenario, uh, her situation, it reminded me of Elena Deladon, how you're having a, you have two underlining issues and how you're going about approaching it. But hopefully she can recover and get back out there on the court. Yeah, our best to her uh, as she continues through her recovery. All right, uh, here's an update. Garrett just found uh, more Marlins. Four more Mar- Marlins have tested positive. The number is now 17 of the Miami Marlins who've tested positive. You know, and going into that, you know they were hoping for a negative test, and when you get more <laughs> positive, that's the last thing you want to see. But, yeah, I mean, at this point, you already have more positive tests. You have more than half positive tests than people on your roster. You have, yeah. like, 30 on your roster, 17 yeah. are positive. So that's not good. Oh, man. So they had a 30-man roster. It's a 60-man pool right. that you can draw from. That's different this year. But half, more than half, 17 of the 30, like you said, have tested positive. So their top players, and we don't, we don't have their names, maybe it's in that story, but you got to think, you know, this team, which is going through a rebuild, mm-hmm. you know, and not one of the top teams in Major League Baseball, now you take off, you lop off, you know, 17 of possibly your best players. You go that much deeper into a a uh, roster and gosh how competitive are they going to be not very i mean it's going to be like a minor league team playing yeah. against majors and at, i just don't see how you can go forward if you're <laughs> them i mean I, I understand you're gonna have the the backup players but you got your your key people are still stuck in philly for two weeks as an organization it's just going to be difficult you have so many moving parts right now yeah yeah just they're stuck in philly baseball. too you can't that's just focus it on, but yeah that's it uh, and when, so I think they were supposed to go home and play Baltimore. Then right. there was one thought that they're, they're up in the North. Maybe they'd go to Baltimore, but I don't think they can leave Philly right now. No, not until everybody tests, you know, positive. And that's what, or then you have a waiting period. Do you still have a two week waiting? <laughs> this is know. so much. I know exactly, <laughs> man. Oh man. So that one bears watching. That one's getting worse, not getting better with the, uh, Miami Marlins. Uh, Dr. Fauci was on uh, Good Morning America this morning. <laughs> he referred to him as the Miami Dolphins, but but uh, he he wasn't ready to sound the alarms right. completely because one team had had so many positive tests. And I mean I, that's a good point because if you can isolate this one team from yeah. everybody else, yeah. and then if everybody's still moving forward with limited amount of tests, I think we can play out the season. But that's not a good start, right? No, not a good start on the opening weekend. And how about the Phillies? You know, you're you're watching the Phillies now, the team they were playing against, yeah. And they were in, you know, close contact, as close a contact as any other team with the Marlins. So, you know, watch the Phillies, and then whoever the Phillies play next, yeah. you know, the Yankees, I think. And so all of those um, kind of a kind of a trickle down effect when one team has this, it doesn't affect just that one team no it's definitely changed the landscape right now of it'll be not only for this week but going forward yeah yeah <laughs> wow all right uh take a break back with more in just a moment we're glad you're with us on this tuesday morning john morris garrett ross in studio on a tuesday we will take a break and be right back here on espn central texas Automatic Chef Canteen is a full-service micro-market vending and office coffee provider with state-of-the-art vending equipment. They offer custom-fitted micro-market vending and office coffee solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years in Central Texas, including in-house mechanics on call 24-7 for fast, reliable service and maintenance. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco or online at automaticchefcanteen.com. 
Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is uh, Ronnie Lee joining us on a tough day because uh, Ronnie Lee went on and spent 10 seasons with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Hey, what, why did you, um, one year you left the Dolphins and then you came right back to the Dolphins and played several more years? Uh, I was moving to uh, offensive line and my tight end coach was the tight end coach was uh, brought me down there. He like Coach Sula did and he worked with me the whole summer and we got really close. Coach Hannon. They offered him the head coaching job at Atlanta. So Sula would tell me, uh, look, you go to Atlanta, get your skills, get all this ready. And didn't nobody else know this. Nobody knew it. And once you get better, we'll bring you back home. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central. National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. It's the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Why not make it quick and easy to feed the entire family? Just stop by Bush's Chicken for Tender Tuesday. You get 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls for just $11.99. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. 
Baylor Athletics updated their COVID-19 testing on Monday. Since June 1st, the positive cases have been 42, but active cases are only one, and that case is symptomatic. They have zero asymptomatic cases and only have one new case since last week and are currently only monitoring two cases. Very good update from Baylor, who continues to update their COVID-19 numbers weekly. On the diamond, the Astros topped the Mariners 8-5. Alex Bregman hit a three-run home run, and Jose Altuve added a solo shot to lead the Strohs to victory. Tonight, the Astros welcome in the Dodgers for a two-game interleague series. First pitch is at 8-10. And the Rangers, they're back in action tonight after having a day off, and they welcome in the Diamondbacks for a two-game series. First pitch is at 8.05 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With his final segment, John Morris Show. John Morris, Gary Ross in studio on a Tuesday morning. Hey, we're pleased you're uh, with us this morning. Thanks for tuning in. Garrett, thanks for uh, running the ship the last few days when yes, I was sir. gone for a few days. Probably nobody even noticed that I was gone, so that's, uh, that's a good that. thing. They no, no, that's knew. a good thing. No, I appreciate knew. it. <laughs> Reading an uh, uh, article in Sports Illustrated by Pat Forty talking about college football and where things stand right now. This was from yesterday. So online at SI.com from yesterday, uh, just saying the clock is ticking on college football Mm -hmm. and uh, where do we stand now and when's the decision going to be made? Uh, The thinking is this week or next week that, uh, you know, that uh, college football presidents, ADs, commissioners are going to have to pull the trigger on, uh, you know, making a decision about football. Um, He he has a quote in here. says, one FBS commissioner told Sports Illustrated. Now, this is the commissioner of an FBS conference, okay? okay? He says, now we've got uh, no months to figure it out. And he said, originally when the pandemic started, we said, okay, we've got four months to figure it out, which was true, you know, in March. They had time on their side. NFL's the same way. Now we've got no months to figure it out. It's all circular. We just go back and revisit and rethink things. Uh, All right, it's closed on me. (laughs) Um. Everyone is doing their part, but the answers are not easy. We've got 50 governors. We've got state and local health officials. We've got boards of trustees and university presidents. We have athletic directors who are between a rock and a hard spot. We're all trying to assess risk tolerance and his twin liability. It's a pretty good term. Right. Yeah. And so saying there's a lot of people in the uh, um, uh, decision-making process, Uh, there was also a coach – uh, that Pat Forty quotes, who said on a league conference call last week, I don't know who this is, I would really like to know, but the coach actually said, we've got to start swapping spit here and see what happens. I, mean, I, know, he, what, I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. Yeah. But you could probably find a better way to say it. You could, but I mean, it, it, it kind of he, sums it up. He's right. No, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Because in football, you got bodies on top of bodies. You can't. You can't social distance, no. you know, especially when you're in the middle of a game. You can't do that. that that's going to be the biggest thing with football is how you can do that. And then as far as to me, you're going to have to test pretty often. And that's going to, you know, that's going to cost a lot of money. Very expensive. And at this point, you already have schools who've lost revenue. 
So how, that's not going to balance out because you're going to have it. some schools who can test, some who can't. That's it. It's just there's so much to this. Yeah. Now, here's what to watch for this week. The um, uh, athletic directors in the ACC are meeting today, okay. starting today. So there could be a uh, finalized model proposal to the ACC presidents uh, come out of this meeting today and given to the presidents tomorrow. So that's the ACC. So watch watch kind of the dynamic there right. and see what happens if anything come in, comes out publicly this week. I bet they, though, right now, I bet they will be in contact with the Big 12 and the SEC. Yeah. You know, I don't think we're going to see anybody step out and make a decision without acknowledging the other conferences. Man, I hope so. Because that was just a bad look. But I think right now you're going to see them all work together. You're going to see these three conferences come to a similar plan. Yeah. So the ACC is meeting this week. Um, then that would, you know, whatever they decide, that would leave the Big 12 and the SEC, mm-hmm. which uh, seems like that they are in concert with each other. Hopefully all three of them are uh, in, in coming up with a plan um between those three conferences so between the ACC the SEC and the Big 12 there are 13 games scheduled am- among each other non-conference right. games right. okay so among those three those are some you know pretty good uh matchups uh Big 12 SEC Texas LSU this mm-hmm. year uh Oklahoma Tennessee of course Baylor Mississippi and Vanderbilt Kansas State ACC Big 12, Florida State, West Virginia, and Kansas at Boston College. Although KU is trying to get out of that, um, uh, Kansas has uh, no, not that one. They have already canceled a game with New Hampshire. Kansas has. I can see that. And they are trying to add Southern Illinois to their schedule and play it on August 29th. Oklahoma did. Remember when we talked about Oklahoma and their season opener against Missouri State? Right. Joe Castiglione, the AD, wanted to move that up a week. Not yeah. back, but up a week to August 29th. So he'd have time between that first game, then an open date, then their second game, which I think is Tennessee. And they did that. Oklahoma and Missouri State have moved that game up to August 29th. That's a really smart move. It's a smart move. Because, yeah. I mean, if you have anybody test positive, you got plenty of time to recover. And right. That's brilliant. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, everything's on the table. I don't think you could do that for the whole season. No. Like play every other week. But to start off, at least, you know, you go and you see how things go that first mm-hmm. week and then uh, and then just go from there. Well, see, they also have the luxury of that bye. Cause that's going to, that's, to me, that's key. Because if you didn't have that's a bye right. week, I don't think you'd be able to do that. Right. But you know what? I think everything is on the table. Yeah. You know, it really is at this I mean, point. The, the whole schedule, whatever schedule we have right now, I think you would blow it up in a heartbeat. You know, to do what was best to get the games in. Yeah, especially your conference games. If you have to just eliminate all non-conference right. games, then, then you're just going to have to do that. That's right. So I, I read this into that that Oklahoma and Missouri State changing that schedule. I read that as a good sign, a positive sign, um, because that means they're still playing on playing. And Kansas scheduling Southern Illinois in place of the canceled game with New Hampshire, that on August 29th, I read that as a good sign also. It is. And so the, I'm guessing the game with New Hampshire, New Hampshire is one of those teams who fall into a conference that canceled. Yes. So they're having to find another game. Yes. I okay. think Patriot League, I'm not positive on that. But I think right. they've, they've canceled for the whole fall. Well, it was good for them to be able to find another game then, especially right. you know with the other teams. It's hard because you have a lot of conferences who have canceled or delayed and pushed back. So I'm glad Kansas was able to get a game. Yep. 
So, uh, again, just looking for, uh, you know, trying to read the tea leaves, trying to read positive things, uh, you know, even little positive signs, things like that. Um, Here's another note from Pat Forty in this article. A third Big 12 school, TCU, said last week it's looking to add an opponent for August 29th. Fort Worth Star-Telegram reported it could be UNLV, Mm -hmm. which, like the Horned Frogs, has lost a season-opening matchup with a Pac-12 opponent. A source said the Power 5 schools could also be uh, looking at uh, for a newly scheduled Week 0 game. So things are, you know, things are happening behind the scenes and it's all golly, there's just so many so many variables and so many question marks, but uh I'm just I'm just looking for the positives. Hey, I I really think that we need to at this point, you need to. I agree with that coach, whoever it is, anonymous. You need to get them out there and let them hit each other in practice. Yep. Because it, that way we can see how is this going to work? Is it going <laughs> to you know transmit it? Is it going to spread faster or what? But because we just don't know. Yeah. But if it's if it's not that big of a deal, and then I know Oakley had come out with those face shields, yeah. and they have you know I don't I think they're going to be maybe mandatory. I'm not sure if they're mandatory for the NFL, but the NFL is looking at using them. Is, can we use something like that in college to help? But. Get out there and let's just see what's going to happen. That's it. That's it. Let's find, let's you and I, one of us find who said that. Which We're going to look. I'll look. That. Swap and spit. Got to get out there, swap and that spit. That kind of sounds like some Mike Leach terminology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could very well be. Uh, and here's the next uh, date on the horizon. The NCAA Board of Governors meet on August 4th. So that's a week from today. And uh, that may be a definitive date there. So you're talking about the first week in August. Right. And that may be kind of where the rubber hits the road uh, next Tuesday, one week from today. All right, we got to get out of here. Appreciate you uh, being with us today. Ooh, we didn't get to birthdays. Got to mention uh, the great Marty Brenneman, the Hall go. of Fame broadcaster for the Reds. Today is Marty's birthday, so doubt that he is listening this morning, but happy birthday to him. <laughs> Garrett, appreciate it. Good to see you. You too, j We'll you. be back tomorrow at 9. Stay tuned. Uh, remember Unnecessary Roughness today at noon, the Matt Mosley Show at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas. Adios.